0: For BYU-Idaho Radio, I'm Celeste Simmons, and I'm here with Amanda Kumiko-Kent, Director of Take the Reins. Thank you for meeting with me today, Amanda.
1: Yeah, thanks for giving us a call. I'm so excited you saw uh, the article in that Farm and Ranch section of the Idaho State Journal.
0: Definitely. We're excited to talk to you. So you have several programs that promote leadership and self-management. Can you tell us about your program, Take the Reins? What does it entail?
1: This has been a really awesome program. It started as a partnership with uh, Southeastern Idaho Public Health. Uh, It started in the fall of 2021. So this is a program geared towards uh, middle school age kids. We've had ages anywhere from 10 to 15, and we've kind of tightened that up a little bit. Um, And the focus is both on leadership development, life skills learning, and also giving a strong foundation and some lessons in um, making wise decisions and avoiding abusive drugs or alcohol. Um, So, you know, we've got this great life skill building on top of this huge campaign that is becoming more and more necessary of learning how to say no, how to stay out of overusing drugs and alcohol. So it's, it's a, amazing opportunity. And I get to do it all while sharing um, experiences with horses with everybody. So I can hardly ask for more.
0: And what inspired you to start Take the Reins?
1: Well, I was working in equine guided leadership development anyway. So instead of hippotherapy, where people provide therapy, um, actual physical therapy by riding horses, these are doing ground exercises side-by-side side with horses to, to help coach some, someone along in their decision-making, help coach someone along so they can get some feedback in how their actions and choices um, affect those around them, you know, or are reflected back towards them. And um, I was approached um, by Chessie Myers from Southeastern Idaho Public Health, who had these grant funds and was looking for a great place to use them. She knew that I had done a lot of youth development work, um, both in 4-H youth development with University of Idaho, as well as ag education and the FFA program over at Blackfoot High School, and so she, she approached me to see if there was maybe something we could pull together. And uh, sitting around brainstorming all these ideas, um, we kind of sprouted this program. And she had the inspiration for – she had kind of more of the demographics, the age ranges we, ranges we wanted to hit, the location and areas we would like to target to make this available to different groups, Um You know, and that opportunity, especially the opportunity with funding, which we will be forever thankful for, because this allows us to offer these kids this opportunity at no cost to them, um, where it might not be something that would have been in a range for them if offered otherwise.
0: It sounds like an amazing program. And what can participants expect at the Take the Rains program? What does a typical day look like for this program?
1: well it's a combo of in and out of the arena we have sometimes where we are sitting around having discussions or um, learning something specific I'm um, obviously in the beginning we're learning a lot about safety just being around the horses and learning how to just communicate with each other you know sometimes in school it's it's easy to step back a little bit and not have to speak up and give your answer or share what you're feeling and um, We limit the size of this group to around 15 per group so we can be sure that everybody not only has adequate one-on-one time with the horses, but they have the opportunity to be challenged a little to step up and speak. Uh, That is like the number one fear in most adults is to have to get up and speak in front of other people, even if it's just their own ideas and opinions, Uh, if they can Build that solid foundation now so it can continue to be less and less scary. Um, Imagine what these kids can do as they develop and grow up. That's not something they're even giving a thought to. So they get opportunities, you know, to speak and share what they're feeling in the group. But then we're out with the horses. There's both exercises where they are leading the horses with a lead rope in hand, maneuvering them through different obstacles, But there are also exercises where the horses are um, turned loose with them out in the arena. They have free choice of whether to participate or not. uh, And the youth can choose which horses they would like to approach or not. Uh, And so what we start seeing there is the kind of energy we're putting out. Is it an energy that is inviting, that wants to bring these horses into your space, they feel comfortable or even curious to come and approach you or are you in a more standoffish space or even a a vibe or energy that's pushing them away? Um, We can notice that and if we would like a different response, if that kid would like a different response, then we can help talk them through some shifts so that they can see the results of changing that attitude or energy they're feeling in the moment. You know, it's one thing to tell your kid, geez, maybe if you'd smile a little bit, you'd have more friends, (laughs) and then to think, oh yeah, whatever. Um, But it's another thing to, in the moment, be able to encourage somebody to pick their head up and look out instead of staring down at the ground, you know, Um, pull their hands out of their pockets. Uh, Maybe take one step forward instead of always pulling back. And they're able to witness and feel that response Uh, When they get some reaction from that, from the horses, as well as the other humans that are there. Um, And also, if somebody's maybe a little too bold, they can see that, you know, whoa, maybe, maybe if you pull that energy back a little bit, it will give others an opportunity to come and interact with you more. But if you're so big in energy, you're taking up the whole space, you know, people get literally pushed away. The horses will often literally be kind of pushed away or stepping away by that extreme energy or hyperness um, because it's just too much in the space. They can learn how to tone it down and they can really see right there in the moment uh, when they have lowered it enough and calmed down a little bit to allow somebody else to feel comfortable stepping into their space. So I just love the in the moment results, both with youth and with adults. I work with adults as well in professional development or team building settings Uh, And it's so great to see things in real time instead of always talk about these great philosophies but never actually go put them into action.
0: You mentioned other programs that you offer for adults. Can you talk a little bit more about that and what services and programs you offer for them?
1: One of my favorite programs that I have is called um, Speak Up. And this is one where actually you I was talking about that adult fear of getting out and speaking in front of people, well, we just take the people away and we replace them with horses. And it sounds super weird. People look at me so funny when I bring this up. But the opportunity there is, again, to be able to notice when you're really on something you've you've got passion and interest in, uh, when you're speaking about it and you're really speaking from the heart you will see different reactions from the horses than when sometimes we force ourselves to say specific things. We start talking about the shoulds. I should say this. I should say that. Or we're wanting to sound maybe more intelligent on a subject uh, than we feel like we really are. Or we want to talk about it in a way that's just, it's just not normally the way we would speak. It's just uncomfortable. Um, you know, the horses really pick that up as well. And one of the typical signs will be just to be not interested, um, to either walk away, um, just not participate in the different exercises that we're doing. Um, but it also gives people a chance just to practice Speaking, what you know, talking about whatever it is they want to speak about. Sometimes we stay in our heads so much about it, we make it a much bigger deal than if we can actually just declare our space, stand in a spot, and talk about this thing we want to share with everybody. Once you do that two or three times, it becomes less and less of a big deal to do in front of everybody else. Uh, And oftentimes we'll see funny movements, funny interactions with the horses that people can carry with them into a great story. Um, For example, I had one client once that was, she was having a tough time really making the bold statement she needed to make about her business. You know, I have passion for this. I truly believe in this business. And the horses kept coming up behind her. You know, we just had one horse within her in the pen with her, but multiple horses, uh, as we switched them around, kept doing the same reaction. They kept stomping, kept just stomping this big horse foot right next to her or in her space. Uh, and it kind of became the symbol for her to really stomp her own foot before she went in there, stand really strong, and be a little bit more bold in what she was saying. And that kept all of our attention to what she was talking about versus when she came in a little more passively, it was hard for all of us to keep track of what she was talking about. And uh, anytime she started to fade, you know, we could all stomp, and it would bring her back to check in and go, okay, I got to remember. I'm really here to push this, have passion for it. So that's one of the programs I love, and I've seen some great results from, uh, especially in some business owners, new entrepreneurs, trying to step up and be heard, claim their space in the entrepreneur world. Um, I have another program in fall and spring, fall into leadership or spring into leadership, focusing on, uh, again, kind of claiming that space for yourself. And there's both activities where you will work with a group in different leadership roles within that group, both as a leader, as a participant, as a follower, Um, so we can feel all those different spaces as we work in our own teams, you know, help pull the strengths out that each individual has in their role. We can really see that come through in the way the herd interacts with the horses. The cool thing about horses and humans is that um, in their horse herd, they can communicate similarly to us, You know, we think communication, we think words, you study communication, but there's so much more to our communication than just verbal, right? What is it over 70% of our communication is nonverbal. And with the horses, we can see that in such a big way, it's hard to deny it. And we can see how they feed off of our nonverbal communication. So it just works to enhance our leadership skills immensely, both in our awareness of what others are feeling, and in how we portray our energy to get people to really want to follow us.
0: Definitely. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. It's so interesting, this concept of learning how to be more confident and learning how to have more leadership skills through working with horses. I think it's something so fascinating. And I'm curious to know what inspired your love for horses? Where does your love for horses come from? (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, I think the first time I was ever on a horse, I was still wrapped up in a blanket. There's a picture somewhere with my old cowboy dad. Well, I suppose it was an old dad. <laughs> Don't tell him I said that. <laughs> uh, wrapped up, uh, in a blanket in his arms on a horse, uh, down in Chesterfield, Idaho. Um, so I, I've been with horses in my life as long as I can remember, um, and they've just—they've influenced me so much. As I look backwards, I can see the things they taught me about patience, uh, both um, showing me the results I could get once I learned a little patience. I still—I'm still learning, uh, and showing me the obstacles in my way when I didn't have patience. I had a lot of disagreements with my first pony, back in the day, um, but he taught me so much about how to flow when things are communicating well and when things aren't communicating well, how much time you can waste, how frustrated you could be, uh, and that, you know what, if something isn't working, let's work together and find a new way to ask or a new way to do it. How simple things can be when we just find the right way to communicate it. As well as just the physical side of riding and feeling the wind in your face and being engaged on the back of your horse in different exercises and activities. Um, I just love it. Both the peacefulness, both the craziness you can have with your horse, and even the meditative space you can find uh, when you're cleaning the barn.
0: For some people, they may seem like scary, big, intimidating, animals that they have no idea how to interact with, what would you say to someone who is perhaps hesitant to work with horses?
1: The first thing would be to to be in close enough in the space where you're comfortable and to take 30 seconds to just notice what you notice. Notice what you're feeling, notice what you're seeing, Heck, even notice what you're smelling, but just notice it and don't let yourself write a story about it. When you find yourself writing a story about it, like that horse is big and he's breathing really hard. He must be um, a big, he must be the boss and be going to come over here and tell me what to do. Okay, well, we don't know that. All we know is that we noticed him and he seems very big and he's breathing very hard. There could be seven other stories attached to that. Maybe he was so excited to see a human, he ran down the field. Maybe he has an illness and he breathes really hard, like one of my horses. You know, there could be so many things. Usually where the fear comes from is the stories we make up. So even our students, when they first come here, we will take some time to really go over this awareness activity, noticing what you notice, and then putting that story to the side. Sometimes even taking it and writing 15 stories so we can realize Our story isn't always the only one. Neither one might be right or wrong. But when you can slow down and notice, okay, I noticed that when I stopped, he stopped. I noticed that um, that horse over there just yawned. I noticed whatever you can get out of the spin, our brain can tell, brain can take us in sometimes and get back to facts and what's going on and also get back to our intuition and check in. Is my body really telling me that there's something I need to worry about? Or is it just my brain taking over? And if you check in with your intuition, and it might be excited feeling but not scared, that can also help us take one more step closer. And if you're aware, you can be prepared for any actions you might be uncomfortable with.
0: Wow, thank you for that advice. I'm sure it'll be very helpful to many people that are interested in your program. And for those people that are interested, how can they sign up for Take the Reins or for any of your other programs?
1: You know, if they want to check us out at Take the Rains, um, the easiest way is to go to our Facebook page. Take the Reins team coaching program on Facebook. Um, Then there, they can contact us. They can see more information about the program and some videos and pictures of what we've done before. There, they can message me and find my phone number. I'll give you mine as well, but they can find it there, and they can reach out either through text, phone, or send me a message, uh, and we can find out if this is a program we think would fit well for them. Um, at the moment, we're offering primarily to this middle school age group, but we're hoping um, to continue to partner with other sources so that we'll be able to uh, develop some programs for kids even younger uh, in that elementary school age where learning that understanding for awareness and um, checking into our feelings and how our attitude affects those around us, you know, where that it's where that all really begins. Um, We're hoping to have programs for elementary schools, kids coming up, as well as um, I do love working with teenagers, I think just because I can be more sarcastic, (laughs) but hoping for some older teen programs as well to help them prepare for life as they keep moving forward. They can find that Take the Reins on Facebook. You could find out more about my other programs at amandakamikokent.mykajabi.com. And sometimes you can get direct to the source just by sending a text or calling me at 208-241-4911. My question for you would be, if you could ask any question of a horse, what would it be? You know, if you could get feedback on anything going on with you right now, what would you be curious about?
0: Hmm. I would probably ask, how can I make my life more
1: simple? Because
0: I feel like animals just live such simple lives and we can learn so much from that as humans. I feel like we tend to overcomplicate things.
1: I think that is a great question. I can't wait to get you down here and get your answer. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. (laughs) Thank you for the space too. We really appreciate it. We're looking for 15 kids this spring. Our dates aren't set yet, but we'll probably start the end of April. We're looking for 15 kids for 10 days this spring. So, you know, please reach out so we can put you on that list and see if the times and dates will work out.
0: Sounds good. Thank you so much, Amanda.
1: Yes, thank you.